Welcome to the March to a Million podcast with Greg DuPont, founder of the Wealth Solutions Network. In this podcast, Greg shares his journey to positively impact one million lives by creating an army of financially minded attorneys who embrace an expanded role in their clients' lives. Greg and his guests challenge the status quo in the legal profession and the financial services industry and show attorneys how they can improve their lives, provide greater value to their clients, and experience greater professional satisfaction. Join us in this movement and strengthen your business by learning how to solve your clients' most pressing financial problems. Hello and welcome to another March to a Million podcast with Greg Dupont. Last episode, we got to find out a little bit about Greg's history and most importantly, what this whole idea of March to a Million is. But today we're going to take some time to get to know Greg specifically. Greg, welcome to the show. Hello, Matt. How are you doing today? I'm doing very, very well. I'm really excited because I don't know these things about you, Greg. And so we're going to, not only am I going to learn, but so is our audience. So let's talk a little bit about what you do when you're not working. So how does Greg recharge his batteries? <laughs> you know, that's a, can I say a hell of a question? Matt? You can, I think it's, so. Yeah. It is my podcast anyways, right? <laughs> I can say whatever I'm saying. You know, uh, you know, I've, you know, I'm an alkalite of Dan Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and, you know, he's got his own method about having free days and, and focus days and all that stuff. And I struggle with this all the time because I get so much energy from what I do that I find myself when I'm in situations like this, that, that I'm operating in what he calls his zone of unique ability. And that's how I get so much enjoyment from this. You know, when I'm, when I'm not doing this, I do unwind with my evening ritual, which uh, anybody has heard me talk before in a public presentation or just probably seeing me, it is a uh, Bombay Sapphire Martini, shaken, not stirred. And uh, that's that's how I unwind on a daily basis. But to spend that time with my wife, Julia, and every once in a while we get blessed by a visit by my daughter, Sophie. And that's how I recharge. Just I'm a, I have my fortress of solitude at home. Uh, that uh, allows me that space to uh, recharge when I'm not doing this. Okay. Well, one of the other cool things about Dan Sullivan, and I happen to be a huge fan of him too. In fact, for many years of my life, I actually wanted to be Dan Sullivan. And I know he asks you this next question, which is, if you had all of the money in the world and you didn't have to really do anything, what would you do with your time? This. And I, I don't mean to be glib, you know, because part of this outreach, what we are doing now is the result of that self-reflection, those exercises that Dan puts us through in his program. And he's got what he calls his 25-year life extender. And when you start thinking about this extended version of life, you know, I'm I'm 57. And my my daughter laughs at me because I tell her I'm going to live to 150. But it's that having a vision of an expanding future that that keeps making bigger opportunities and bigger visions of what's happening. And so if I had all the money in the world, I'd find a way to be out here doing what I'm doing, this March to a million and other things that are similar to that. Let's let's just dive into that philosophically just a little bit deeper. Why is this so important to you? I saw the problem. I see a problem. And it's not getting any better. Uh, and, you know, we have seen how the kind of the institutional inertia has put 
you know, financial planning on the back of the consumer and planning for the future. And this world is complicated. And at the same time, they've made it such that people are not willing to go out and get the right information. They'll go out and they'll get internet information all the time. And you know what happens when you get too much information, Matt? Confused, don't make business. Paralyzed, yep. Yeah, yeah. And so I've just seen too many people that could have made different decisions that have had everything fall apart because they didn't have right guidance. And I feel I'm on this planet to preach those messages out there. All right. We're going to switch gears, but not really too far. What is the one thing that you recommend most to family, clients, and friends? That's a good question, Matt. Because I, I recommend a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, you can so. give us a couple if you'd like. Yeah, I mean, there are things that you're commonly saying, hey, this, this, this. What, what are those things? I'm going to paraphrase Steve Jobs. Hmm. Think differently. The times have changed. They're continuing to change, and the change ahead of us is going to be extraordinary. And if we continue to plan our lives, plan our business models around those old paradigms, we're going to be left behind. And so that's the number one thing I tell the people, you know, that you've got to be open to new ideas. And many times your belief structures are going to have to change. And we've got to be flexible. We've got to do this. And resisting that change, well, that just leads to internal dissonance and problems. Are there any books or music or TED Talks or anything that you find yourself consistently handing out? Obviously, again, being an acolyte of Sullivan, you know, so many of his uh, writings are applicable to different people, different points. I'm not sure if you've yet come across the recent book that he and Ben Hardy put out, 10X is Easier Than 2X. It's, you know, I was talking to a, a, my coach this morning and she says, yeah, just about every other client of mine has now got that. And she's not in the strategic coach circle. And so that's for businessmen, that is a game changer to be looking at that. Any of those books by Sullivan and Hardy, Who Not How, if you are in a business position uh, or heck, even in a life position, changing your perspective on from how do I get this done to how can I find the right person to get this done is such a game changer for life. So those are, those are kind of on the top of the reading list right now before, if I were to say to anybody, you know, these are the books that you need to pull out. Who not how was a game changer. Uh, I absolutely did that. That to me was a, a magnificent book. All right. Next question. I, I you know, I'm, before oh. we leave that, cause there's one other, there's one other book that, uh, that I, I failed to mention actually two that have uh, for the last year have been uh, the books I tell everybody they have to read or at least review. One, Ray Dalio's book, Principles for Dealing with a Changing World Order. And I'm not sure if you've come across that one, Matt, but that is an eye-opener that anybody that is planning to live for the next 15, 20 years needs to read and understand its implications. It chronicles the changes of the position of global economic dominance, you know, going back to the Dutch Empire, the British Empire, et cetera, and maps it to ours as well, and what is probably on the horizon for us. 
And we're not talking about an Illuminati kind of a new world order. We're talking about the changes that were happening right in front of our own eyes. Uh, that book and um, a book last year by um, Peter Diamandis, the health force, him and Tony Robbins. Uh, and that chronicles what's going on in the healthcare market and the convergence of AI and the the knowledge base expanding exponentially in healthcare, more specifically the knowledge of the human body, mm. where we are heading with that. And the central contention, if you're a guy like me at 57, if I don't do anything stupid for the next five years, then there's a real good probability that I'm going to live a long and healthy life well past being a hundred years old. And I have a feeling we're going to be addressing some of those things in this podcast when, especially when we're talking about the six pillars uh, of, of what you do, because longevity is a huge component that needs to be addressed in the world of all of the documentation, all of the real financial planning that needs to be done with you and your clients. All right. This is my favorite one of these questions. What is one thing that most people don't know about you that you're willing to share on the show? I was a really bad student. <laughs> really? Well, you're no, like super educated now. Not, man. not really bad student, but um, chronic underachiever. Ah. Like, like many entrepreneurial minded guys, right? Uh, uh, you know, have you heard of the Colby system, Colby scores? Yeah. I'm what's called a four, three, nine, two. The nine being the quick start ability, uh, that, uh, that has been my superpower, but it's also the four and the three tells me why it's also been kind of the thing that made me a happy C plus B student, not a, a, a plus student because I, I picked up the concepts quick. My, my skill is knowing the big picture, knowing how to communicate it to people, how to make it simple. But that's that'll get you to be a, a C plus B student. Knowing the details gets you to being an A an A plus student. And so, yeah, I'm not a stickler for detail. That's why I found that book, Who Not How, to be so revelatory uh, that I now have my team that takes care of those details for me so I can operate at a higher level. When did you get the bug, though, for education? Because you are, I mean, on paper, you got a lot of stuff. You got a lot of education. When did that switch turn on that education was something that was really important to your long-term success? Being my father's son, I grew up with the time that he was at home, meaning, meaning he worked so much. Mm -hmm. He had a, he had his own shop and he worked until 8.30, closing it down and came home and would fall asleep in his reading chair with his trade journals. Mm -hmm. He's a pharmacist, always keeping up on what was happening in that world. And that just example of constant lifelong learning uh, stuck with me mm -hmm. uh, when I was ignoring doing my homework. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about a, a word that is tossed around a lot and that has many, many meanings to many people. What does success look like to you? It's very easy because uh, I, I asked myself that question and the definition, my answer to that is the genesis of the March to a Million. So success to me is on September 30, 2030, 
being able to quantify that I did positively impact a million lives. Wow. Well, we're going to dive into the quantification of that on a later show. All right. Let's talk about your proudest achievement. My daughter, <laughs> my relationship with my wife, Julia and I, she grew up with me in high school, saw the good, the bad, and the ugly with me. We were not high school sweethearts by any stretch of the imagination, but friends. Uh, and in college, uh, we became more than friends. And now she's been my lifelong partner. Couldn't do it without her. Mm. And my daughter, Sophie, the, that is the the reason that um, you know I, I drive myself to do what I do. Gotcha. All right. To wrap up today's show... What is your mantra or motto or something that you say every day to yourself to keep you focused? Embrace the discomfort to grow. Well, that was quick. <laughs> it sounds like you might have said that to yourself a, a couple of times. Every morning when I do the, um, uh, this might be too graphic uh, for the podcast, but hey, it's my show. I can say whatever I want right. to say. That's, That's one correct. of the beautiful things about this. And yeah, I did the, uh, I, I fell into the Wim Hof camp for a little while. And so to get myself to do it, and then as, as a metaphor for everything, to turn that hot shower to a cold shower, embrace the discomfort to grow. Yeah. Why do you think people are so resistant to embrace that discomfort to grow? Human nature. We want to be in our little comfortable, safe space. And but that's... why? But well, hold on. So, but 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 you're human. So why are you not falling into that human nature? Because I make the conscious decision not to. It's very easy. Well, this morning I said, no, I'm going to let lizard brain win today. I'm not going to turn on the cold water. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, but yeah, it's, it's easier to stay in the comfort zone. You have to be mindful and deliberate to push yourself outside of it. Well, Greg, I am really looking forward to continuing to learn from you on the show. I really appreciate you taking some time for our audience today to kind of show under the hood a little bit about what makes you tick. And I know that there are going to be people who are going to feel a lot closer to who you are as a human and want to know more about what you do and what March to a Million means. So thanks for being on the show. Thanks for difficult questions, Matt. Listen, everybody, uh, we're getting into the show now. And if you know somebody who uh, should listen to this show, that there's something that Greg said, uh, an answer that he gave or a feeling that you got during the show, please make sure that you tell them or just even better, share the show with them. Uh, and if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and give us a quick like or comment on the show to review or rate it because that will end up making this goal that Greg has, which is March to a Million, show up more and more in people's news feeds and also in search engines. So for Greg, we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thank you for listening to the March to a Million podcast. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and get in touch with our team by visiting our website at www.wealthsolutionsgroup.biz or give us a call at 614 614- 432-8065. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Wealth Solutions Network. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice from qualified financial service providers with any questions you may have.